Hey, it's Aaron Foley, your host of Sports Without Balls. Before we start this gigantic, fantastic episode, shout out to my good friend Brian Scalaro, fantastic comic, fantastic actor. He has a new uh, CD out called Live at the Comedy Castle. He's fantastic. You can get it on uh, allthingscomedy.com. He has a new podcast on allthingscomedy.com. And uh, you can get a CD on iTunes. So check him out. Sports Without Balls fans, we have a fantastic episode. We are in episode 49. Oh, my God. Three more than episode 46. Uh, We have a repeat star guest. I do believe this is the third time she's been on. She's one of my favorite people in life, on and off the stage. Fantastic stand-up comic, lover of sports. You guys, everybody welcome Sharon Houston. Yay. Hi, everybody. Yay. Congratulations to Brian Scalaro on his new CD. Very funny man. He's a fantastic man. A fantastic man. And what a week for sports, Aaron. I mean, this is chock full. Chock full. They were selling Vuvuzulas down Downtown at Santee Alley. Un- <laughs> Unbelievable week in sports. Yeah. We had uh, two championships. Uh, we had the results of two championships and the start of the World Cup all in one week. All in one week. Who can sleep? Who can go to work? I, I haven't slept since the 80s. It, yeah. It's been unbelievable. It's been, it's been amazing. Uh, all right. So let's break this down. Uh, here's, here's what we got for EP 49. Uh, the Kings beat the Rangers, making... Kings fans, very happy, uh, making Rangers fans terribly, terribly sad. We haven't won since 1994. But huge congratulations to the Kings. We're going to break that down. Uh, Fantastic series. Uh, The Spurs have beaten the Miami Heat. And I felt like they did that for all of America, not just San Antonio. Yep, they did it for all of America, except for our friends and fans in Miami, which is a great uh, sports city. Uh, And listen, Heat fans, you've been charmed. Uh, Don't complain. You've won two out of four. Uh, but, and you, you know. just got your basketball team not that long ago. Yeah, you Listen, just ordered, you pre-ordered your basketball team. You pre-ordered team. your basketball. I, I grew up there. We didn't have basketball when I was there. There we go. So that's why I'm not a Heat fan. Yeah, yeah. And that so, among you other know, things. But anyway. It was a, a phenomenal series, and we'll break that series down. World Cup. Go! For an hour. Oh. <laughs> I love this. I've got the fever. Hashtag I've got the fever. I love watching World Cup because I'm always working, you know, I'm always working on a TV show. So you hear different parts of the office erupt. Yes. <laughs> for it's whatever great, it's team. So great. It's so great. It's so great. And we have so much to say on the World Cup and it's so phenomenal. We've got some really great soccer stories. Uh, so that's maybe sort of the order. And then we've got a good golf story. We're going to end with a feel good moment of the week as we do. If you're a new listener, I have a fact checker uh, named Carol. Carol uh, sucks. 40, Why haven't you fired 49 her? 49 weeks of Carol. And I'll tell you what, uh, she is, uh, she's not the greatest fact checker. No. E- earmuffs, Carol. Earmuffs. Uh, she's had a fifth of Jack along with, uh, along with uh, me. Sharon. I've had <laughs> half a bottle of wine. Normally I record this in the morning where we're alert. It's about 9.50 at night and uh, we've been drinking. We've been talking about jokes. We've been and talking about relationships. And heat outside. We've got a cat and cat. heat. I don't know what's that. It's a cat. We thought it was a cat and heat. So we go to my balcony in the famous Funny Lady Production Studios uh, in Silver Lake, California where we're coming to you tonight. And uh, it turns out it wasn't a cat and heat. It it was one of those things where you're like, clearly it's a cat and eat. It's like, it's so loud. Like, yeah. So loud. 
We hang over to the balcony. We spot the cat. All of a sudden, a woman comes up, and we're like, oh, sorry, we're just trying to check on the cat. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, no, it's my cat. It's, uh, what, what did I'm she I'm traumatized. Use? She goes, yeah. the, the cat's traumatized because I moved across the street. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, if you live in this neighborhood, you know that this cat is going to be coyote food in yeah. about two hours. Yeah, it's got a big bell around its neck. It's yeah. like, come fuck effing eat me. Yeah, come eat me. And they're starving because of the drought. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's not going to have a cat for much longer. If no. I see it, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, if I see it, I'll probably just call you because I get nervous around wild animals. Call me, I'll animals. take it to a cat rescue. Okay, fantastic. I'm the gay one, and I get nervous around cat and heat. All right, weird? good. Um, okay, sports fans, let's do this. Let's let's, um, let's start with uh, let's start with the NHL finals. Uh, Kings defeat the Rangers. Um, I thought this was a fantastic hockey season. Uh, I watch hockey. I always have like one eye on hockey, right? But I will argue with the best of them that hockey playoffs are the most exciting freaking thing on the planet. They're, they're amazing. The speed, there's football players on blades, on blades. Swinging bats. Swinging bats. I mean, they're, they're not bats, but it's, it might as well be. It might, it, as, well. It might as well be. Yeah. I, it's so phenomenal. Another reason why I was thinking, I was kind of breaking this down in my head two weeks ago, and I was like, I think one of the reasons that, uh, first of all, hockey is always exciting, but hockey playoffs are so exciting is the announcers of hockey, they make it, I, I I swear to God, it's like two dudes, and I have to get their names, and because they're phenomenal, but you realize in hockey is that the play-by-play is so frantic. They know everyone's <laughs> they know everyone's names, and they're like, Francis uh, passes it to Howard, uh, back to Doty, back to Richards, back to Kovacek. Like, you're just like, you're screaming. Like, it's, it's fr- they make it, like, beyond exciting. It's already yeah. exciting, but I think the franticness and the excitement in those announcers, uh, with the announcers, makes it all the more exciting. Yeah, I can't even pay attention to what they're saying because I'm too busy trying to follow the puck. Yeah. I'm too busy trying to follow the action on the, on the ice. And I love going to Kings games. I mean, yeah. I hate the Kings fans. They're awful. Really? Why do, why do oh, you think they're, they're awful? They're brutal. They're like, uh, they're like Dyer's fans. Like, I'm not, and I'm not saying they're all cholos. I'm just saying that yeah. they're very aggressive. Yeah. And they're very, you know, because I, I would go to watch the Stars. And I mean, oh, I Dallas would. Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Yeah. And I would get so much shit, you know. And they would, I, one guy yelled at me because I stood up a tiny bit. First of all, so everybody knows I'm four ten and a half. When I stand, nobody really notices. <laughs> and I stood up a tiny bit just to see because the, the goal on the other side. And this guy said, "Sit down. I can't see past your fat ass." Okay, guys, I'm 105 pounds. Yeah. And I turned. And he said that in front of his kids. He had well, this, an eight year old and a ten year old. Disgusting. Yeah. And I turned around. I was like, really. I, I I think that's that's rude. Yeah. And then I just sat back down and I was scared for the rest of the game. But like, you know, I mean, it's just it's no fun to go to a Kings game. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to counter I'm going to counter argument that. Okay. Is that a word? I don't know. I'm going to present a different scenario. What I'm trying to say is that has happened to me. And I think every sports fan in every arena in America, you get a, a lot of douchebaggery. Right. Beloved New York Giants. I live and die for the New York Giants. The last New York Giants game I went to, I almost vowed never to go back to that stadium ever again because of the disgusting comments around me fag this fag, like just super gross it was a pocket of really douchebaggery men you know yeah it was men yeah. i went to a king's game this season delightful time really you know what i mean so it's i think it's you're with sports fans games and i never have that issue at clippers games i always have the best time yeah, I mean, honestly, like I can't speak speak like uh, upon like for Kings fans because right. I've only been to a handful of games, but I think that is hit or miss with every sporting event. I really do. I just think like 
you get like these drunk, disgusting, I'm sorry, usually men, and I'm not like men bashing because I love dudes, but like the testosterone grossness, you put a jersey on, they, they, they lose their minds. Yeah, that's true. They lose their minds. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I'm sorry you had a bad experience. That totally sucks. Yeah, um, but I still go back because I yeah. love watching live hockey. It's so exciting. Live it's so fast. Is so fun. It's so fun. Do you remember when they did the glow in the dark puck on on Fox like years ago? No, they tried to make hockey more accessible to like the you know average Idiots? American oh. by by glowing like putting the park glow in the dark so you could see it better. And you're just like it literally was like the the worst thing ever. That's terrible. The worst thing ever. But you know I have to say. You know, I've been a Ranger fan like my entire life, you know, and uh, I think I might have, have said this before, so I apologize if I have, but uh, growing up, we lived in Connecticut for a chunk of time, and my dad was in sales before he had a midlife crisis and he became a commercial fisherman. That's for another podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't even, those were the, those were the uh, interesting Foley family times uh, when we all uh, uh, b- became a little bit of a crazy family unit. Uh, but dad and I used to go see Hartford Whaler games all the time. Oh, how fun. Now since they've become like the Carolina Hurricanes or something. Uh, but we went to so many Hartford Whaler games. It was the greatest thing ever. I was a little kid, you know, but, uh, I think I, I'm sorry if I repeat, I'm repeating myself, but we went to the Rangers game and it was the only time where my dad was like, take my hand. Don't look over my hand. My dad born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, huge Rangers fan. And I go, why Can, you, you, rem- you remember moments when you're terrified, like as a kid, you yeah. know? And he was like, Oh, Ranger fans are crazy, whatever. So I had just called him on father's day a couple of days ago. And I said, uh, dad, are you going to watch, you know, the, you know, game, what was it game? Uh, or no, no, no. On father's day, the, the series was won on Friday by the Kings. Uh, father's day was a couple of days ago. I said, did you watch, you know, whatever was it, game five or game six of uh, the Kings? It was so disappointing to see our, our Rangers lose. And he goes, and I relayed that story. I said, do you remember? You know, I said, it's kind of cute on Father's Day. I remember we went to the game. And he goes, well, do you remember what was happening around you? And I said, well, no, I was so little. And he goes, oh, these two Ranger fans were just screaming at this, like, nice couple. And he's like, I had this moment where I was so embarrassed to be from New York. And wow. my dad is like Brooklyn, New York, you know? Wow. And I was just like, oh, and he's like, I just felt like, oh God, if they can say all that grossness to this couple, like, I didn't want you to hear it. I didn't want them to come near us, like whatever. Um, so it was like this gross story, but cute father daughter moment. Uh, but I think that's like your King's experience. It's like, we're Hartford Whalers. There's kids all around and these uh, yahoos from New York are screaming at us. You know what I mean? I, I think it's and using profanity apples. and not. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. So gross. Um, I have to say, the Kings Rangers games were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. They overtime, all fought. Overtime, overtime was that was crazy. I mean, multiple those those first two games were overtimes. Like Rangers could have won. I mean, well, the Kings were better. They were just flat out better. Well, the thing is, is I feel like both teams were so strong. Like the, that's the kind of championship game you want to see. Yes. Is where both teams are so strong that you're like, wow, we don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. overtime. Oh, double overtime. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And everyone's sweating and panicking. Yeah. And it just makes it so exciting. Cause you're like, these are the two people that deserve to be here these are the two teams for sure and you know they weren't they weren't picked um a side note i read this really fun story of this dude he's from jersey but he lives in la now he's a big kings fan and the kings had come from behind every single series i mean san jose la kings they're down three games they were losing zero three in the series um the odds before the playoffs were 10 to 1 the kings would win they're down zero three to San Jose. The odds jumped to twenty eight to one. 
or something like that. Uh, the dude bets five hundred dollars and wins wins fourteen grand. That's so crazy. Awesome. That could get me out of a couple jams. Yeah, me too. At least two of them. Well, get me to, uh, out of one. I just have one. It's my favorite Saturday Night Live skit. Do you remember that? With <laughs> no, Melissa I McCarthy. don't. <laughs> it's Melissa McCarthy. It's like one of my favorite Saturday Night Live skits where she, it's like this like fake, uh, like a commercial for like salad dressing. Oh, yeah. And they want to give her like, it's like, it's one of those like sort of, um, it's like a focus consumer group. focus group. Yeah. Right? And they're like, there's 50 bucks. She goes, that could get me out of a couple jams. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I always say that one just makes me laugh. That could get me out of a couple jams. 14 grand. Um, a couple moments that I did love, uh, you know, I, I think one of the greatest things about being an obsessed sports fan is like when you have, uh, you know, when you have these moments where you're surrounded, even if you're surrounded by the enemy, you're surrounded by crazy fans, you right. know, and, uh, two, two quick things. Uh, uh, my twin sister, I don't, she likes sports, obviously not at my level, but I've really under my uh, tutelage, she has blossomed and she hates <laughs> when I say that, but she really got into the Rangers, you know? And, uh, we're like en route. She picks me up from the airport on Saturday. This is, uh, the game where LA won in uh, the first overtime. So it was, I guess I gave game five, uh, or game four. And uh, we, like, have an hour to kill. We're frantically get, trying to get to any bar. We're Googling bars on Sepulveda. That's hilarious. We pull off the street in Manhattan Beach. We run into a bar. We would never go into this bar. It was, like, gross frat, like, white, hor- like, not white, but I mean, like, white frat boy. Right, right, thing, right. You right, know right. what I mean? Like a, bunch of tr- like a bunch of, like, Phi Delts or something. Yeah, 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 yeah you, you know, know yeah. Fiji's or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all, I'm sure. Bunch uh, of Sigma Chi's. Yes. Terrible, Total terrible. Total room of terrible. Sigma Chi's. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're in the back, and the you know I grossly overtip the waitress, so she comes back and is friendly. She's like, "Thank God for you guys," and we just sit there with this whole bar of Kings fans, not saying anything because you know you don't want to be screamed right, at. Right, right. And then first overtime, the bar clears out. Oh yeah, the game ends. Bar clears out. We get a table. And, you know, Kings score and they erupt and we leave. But we're like, oh, my God. It's so it was kind of so fun to see L.A. cheering for something. I know. It's weird. L.A. cheering for something. And then the the game, I guess it was, what, uh, three and then we won one. So it was game five last Friday. I'm doing a show with Tom Papa, our good friend uh, at the Improv. Uh, The place, you know, the place was packed. I'm trying to go do my set and come back because I got there early to see the third period goes into double overtime. So I wind up seeing the last seven minutes of the double double overtime when I'm sitting the the game winning um, goal by the Kings and the place like just erupts and everyone is so happy. And I thought like, good for the Kings. Yeah. Good for the Kings. I like to see sports people happy. I like to see sports people happy in LA that aren't Laker fans. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it is, you know, and it, it's also like absolute heartbreak for my Rangers and we haven't won since 94 and the late and the Kings. And then two you years got ago. to that, Yeah. But you know, now that I live in LA, the only team I would ever adopt would be the Kings and also Clippers, Clippers. you know, uh, and of course I was wildly cheering for the Rangers and, uh, getting shit for my Ranger love. But Congratulations to the New York Rangers, by the way. Exceeded expectations. They have one hell of a team. One final note is uh, the goal, like, to be a Rangers fan, but then all overall you're a sports fan, and to see Jonathan Quick versus Henry Lundquist, the two goalies, it, it was like magic. Yeah. It was like the most beautiful goaltending I've ever seen in my life. And there was one... One point where Megan, this is one of my favorite moments, where Quick 
the goaltender for the LA. He's also the our Olympic goaltender. He's so amazing. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, he's a fucking god. Wow. And it's so hard to be like a Ranger fan, and then like you cannot, as a human being, not cheer for Quick and Goal because he's a genius. But she's like, you know what Quick reminded me of? She goes, it was sort of like he had that stripper move. Ooh, that stripper move <laughs> where, or or like that pole dancing stripper move where the goalie like does a split, but then he bounces. Yes, I totally know what she's talking about. <laughs> That's what Megan said about Jonathan Quick. That's hysterical. Yeah. She's like, I mean, his athleticism is unreal. Well, I did, not only their athleticism, but their mental capacity, because they have to stay, fo- like, th- th- there isn't one second that they can't be focused, because they can't let up their guard for one second. Yeah. Like, one second. So can you imagine how fucking exhausted you'd be at the end of a game? And if then, you were goalie? And then double overtime? And then double overtime. And you're like, I can't fuck this up. Yeah. And it's on you. It's like, the on goal goes you. In and you're like, oh, you just let that goal in. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know. Six people in front of you that are trying to get it in or, or keeping are. you from getting. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Five. But yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. So anyway, congratulations, congratulations to the LA Kings, LA Kings. Uh, and congratulations to the Rangers. You're all winners. Um, the Kings, dude, they were just too big and too fast. Uh, Carter, Kopitar, Dowdy, Brown. I literally was like, these dudes are beasts. They're beasts. They were so tall. They're so tall. You know what my favorite thing is? that You know, whenever there's a championship, whenever they show the hockey team that won, and they all take their teeth out and smile. That's my (laughs) favorite moment. I'm like, all right, let's see how many people really do have teeth. And they don't don't give a fuck because they just got done playing. They take their mouth guard out, and they're like, no no teeth. teeth. And it's amazing. It's my favorite thing. It's hilarious. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so good good on you, Kings and Rangers. Such an awesome series. Uh, that leads us into the second series, uh, which I have to say, I got so much happiness from. Uh, this, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I didn't. I was ready for was disappointment. Gonna I was going to be like, because I, I really wanted, because I know Tim Duncan wants to retire. Yeah, and I wanted him. To, I want. I wanted this this championship more for him than for me, like being a heat hater. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Honestly, I just really wanted, I wanted him. I wanted, I, that's why I wanted them to win this championship. Yeah. For me, um, he had, he had won enough, but I just wanted to beat the heat. I'm going to be completely honest. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. no, you know, honestly, he did win enough, but I, you know, this would have been his last year. Like, you know, go out with a bang, you know, I, just, I totally, he's a good I totally, person. no, I totally agree. And I have, um, I have really, uh, you know, fans of this podcast that have listened to it from day one, which has only been in the last, like, you know, seven, eight months, uh, I have completely changed my tune on Tim Duncan. I was never a Tim Duncan fan. I was never a Spurs fan. Now, listen, I appreciated the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're a phenomenal basketball team. Popovich, uh, you know, is almost like the, the Belichick of basketball, but he's a good guy. Right. Uh, but as far as, like, not giving you absolutely anything. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but... Overall, these how I changed my Tim Duncan tune uh, was la- last year, was the Spurs heat last year when I was crazy about the Spurs. And I was crazy about the Spurs, mind you, because I couldn't stand the heat. Right. I remember we were watching that yeah. game at Akbar yeah. and we were checking our phones because yes. we had a show. And we were like, what's the score? What's yeah. the score? And that's when I fell in love with San Antonio. I fell in love with San Antonio Spurs and I fell in love with Tim Duncan because I realized, you know, again, I very much respect Tim Duncan, but it just it was his body language. And I'm like, we had this running joke where he's got like dead bodies under his porch. Oh, like, he just Jesus. looked like this creepy, cre- like no, whatever. Oh, ne- are you but, really? But now I love the dude because even in that loss 
last year, he was the hardest working man on the court. Yeah. He was the hard. He had the most passion, the most interest, the most desire, went for every single ball, had the team on his back, and I fell in love. I was like, this dude is phenomenal. Well, did you hear they did an interview with him at the end of the uh, series at, when they won uh, and won the championship? And he's like, you know what? Every day I'm grateful for playing this sport. Every day I'm grateful I can meet, I can sit here and play with my team members. Like, he's so spiritual about his oh, sport. So wonderful. Oh, my God. He's, he's a dreamboat. Yeah, he really is. So let's break down the series as, as, uh, as, as the nerdy basketball peeps. Um, here's what I loved uh, a couple things. I decided uh, if San Antonio was going to play the Heat, that I'm not. I couldn't watch it because I couldn't get it. I was so emotionally invested last. Oh, I didn't year. want to be devastated yeah. again. I could just. Not I didn't watch be the devastated. first game. Yeah. So the first game, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the first game. I'm going to give it the first game, right? And that's it. Killed them. We destroyed them. It was like 20 points. I was like, oh my god! Like I was texting my sister. I was like, what's like this how is, is crazy? This like yeah. how is this happening? So I thought right? something was bad. Somebody had a bad ankle. I thought something was bad. Yeah, I was like, all right. So what's going on here? Right? Somebody so, roofied somebody on the heat. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something bad. Yeah. It just seemed bizarre. It seemed bizarre because yeah. it was like a manhandling. Yeah. You know. And I thought, okay, you know, let's game two. I was like, all right, I'll give it game two because I want to see what's going to happen from game one to game two. Now, the Heat wind up winning game two, but barely. Mm-hmm. But I thought, here we go. They're going to sweep in Miami, right? So That's what I thought, yeah, too. I and like, I didn't yeah. want to watch that third game. So, no, I, was I like, didn't. They're going to lose. Yeah, so I, was, I absolutely refused to watch game three. For me not to watch a playoff game, like, please. So I was like, no, I refuse. So, I, of course, I check scores on ESPN.com. 20 points going into shocked. the second quarter. Yeah. I was like, what? So I run downstairs and turn it on. Uh, and so I wound up watching the second half of that game in total disbelief. And I was like, wait a minute, like, can we win? But again, last year we'd beat the heat by 20 points. The next game we'd get by, we'd beat by 30. Right. I had a show, something happened. I was recording the game. I wasn't able to see it, uh, but I recorded it checking my phone up by 20 again in the fourth quarter with the announcers being like, this is the most beautiful half of of basketball we've ever seen. I come back home that night, rewatch the entire game. It was, it was like a basketball clinic. That was the game where they shot like 68% or something insane. It was like some of the most beautiful basketball I've ever seen. Popovich. He's a effing genius. That dude. It was really uh, an amazing thing to watch. It was, uh, I, I just, I liked watching the disappointed faces on the other side of the team. You know what I mean? On the other side of the court, I was like, boy, they look really pissed. Good. Yeah. They look disappointed. All right. Yeah. It just felt like, uh, we wrote down the sentence, we were talking about this before. I don't like this phrase when say, uh, when people go, when, when people take two championship level teams and they go, you know what? The other team just wanted it more. It makes me crazy because I'm like, uh, okay, no, no. They both, I would say, obviously want it as much as humanly possible. These these guys are premier athletes of any sport. They and women and women, women and men, at the utmost like level of championship. You can't tell me, you can't argue with me that one team wants it more. Right? Execution. They spent uh, their whole fitness, lives. Yeah, you know what I mean? For that, preparing for that moment. Here's what I have to say after watching that. Okay. It seemed like the Spurs wanted it more. <laughs> it seemed like the Spurs 
first wanted it more. I just felt like they had more on the line. They yeah. had more at stake if they lost. Yeah. Like this was like this was because they knew Tim's going to retire. They're like, do you this think is, he's going to retire? Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking exhausted. Yeah. He's got other shit to do. He's made tons of money. Yeah. He's got rings. He's done. Yeah. I think that this was something where they were like, this is the last time we're going to have this chemistry and this group together and this coach at the top of his game and these players at the top of their game. We've got to do this. That's I felt like there was just more at stake for them. Yeah. It, it would. I think, and I think they would have just because of the previous year. I just think there would have been more humiliation for them. I just think somebody wanted to take down the heat. And if it was going to be anybody, it was going to be the Spurs. It was going to be the Spurs. It was going to be the Spurs. And, you know, listen, watching those playoffs leading up to the team, I was all about the Clippers. I love that Portland came out of nowhere. Always been a Kevin Durant fan. So in my back of my mind, I was like, it'd be super fun to see one of those teams go into the finals. Yeah. Right? And nothing against San Antonio. But, you know, they've been there, done that, done it I again. I love the Clippers. I hate the love, owner, but I love yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, well, Sterling, he's out. He he's doesn't out. speak for the team. Ugh. He's a disgusting piece of shit. Uh, but, you know, it's really fun to see all this new NBA blood. You know, really, like, Clippers, OKC, like, Portland, all these fun teams out of the West. But at the end of the day, I was thinking to myself, San Antonio, realistically, is the only team that can beat the Heat. They, because they have the experience. It, yeah. The They've been there the before. They know the pressure. Yeah. You know, and I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. You know, uh, versus, like, a younger team that hasn't been to a championship game before. If you don't have a few guys on your team that has never been to a championship. Yeah. It's brutal. I mean, the Heat didn't win their first championship. Yeah. Series. I mean, it's, it's you, when you have that experience, then you can really bring it. You can really win. Yeah. And I felt like this, the, the, the Spurs, I think, had more experience in that, that kind of a high-pressure situation than any other, you know, team. Yeah. I mean, maybe outside of the Celtics. But maybe not right now because everybody's well, no, gone. Yeah, everyone left. Everybody left. Another thing I thought that was really interesting was it just felt like, yeah, Spurs felt like just like a team on fire. They got, they should have technically won the year before. Right. You know, if they were by five with 20 seconds and Ray Allen with a crazy shot in game six or seven, whatever. It was just demoralizing because they knew they should have won it. Mm-hmm. So then they don't, right? The Heat to me looked... Um, obviously they wanted to win the championship. They just look exhausted. They looked, um, totally out of character. Dwayne Wade looked like he was just maybe injured he didn't or even look like himself, he didn't look like himself at all. Uh, you know, LeBron's always going to play great cause it's LeBron. Yeah. Bosch was in and out, but I always think, you know, I always think it's, it's, you know, if you look at these championships like that, the heat have come up with, obviously the top three are going to play, you know, as, as well as they can, but it's always it's always those bench players. It's always, or maybe not even bench. It's a, it's a fourth player. It's a fifth player. It's, uh, you know, Cole, Haslam, uh, Battier, uh, Ray Allen. It was those dudes that, that made play after play after play propelling the heat. Boom. You look at San Antonio, uh, Kawhi Leonard, MVP of the series. Leonard played like possessed. He was he was amazing. He was amazing. He guarded LeBron James and then would score like 25, 30 It was points. insanity. I was like, who is this person? Yeah. How is this happening right now? Because I remembered him, obviously, last year. He played a role. And uh, the, the person that I thought was really the key to this series was Green. So Green kind of was in and out. And then it was really became Leonard. He mm-hmm. was a player of the series. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that, you know, because I always think like... You know, you got Bosch, LeBron, and Wade is going to cancel out Ginobili, Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. So who are the going to be those? Who gonna who's be, that right, X factor? Right. And uh, you know, Green was solid, but Leonard stepped Leonard up fucking and crushed it. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So congratulations. Now I know Tony Parker. You have a fun Tony Parker. Oh, story. I have a really fun Tony Parker story. So I used to. Um, 
for the audience. I create sports programming. Never sold a sports show. I hope to this year. But uh, I had a. Uh, I was doing business with Eva Longoria when she was married to Tony Parker, and I was at her house for game night, oh, and man, Tony was in town with his brother and some other guy, a friend of his from France. Uh, and so there's this one part of her house where she has like a bunch of offices and laptops and I, I went down to put my purse down there and Tony is behind one of the laptop, like one of the computers. And I hear this horrible singing coming out of the uh, speakers. And I went, Tony, is that, is that, are you watching a video of yourself singing? And he goes, uh, no, no. Have you heard of this uh, video game called rock band? Oh, and I go, uh, rock band. Yeah. He goes, Oh my God. I'm watching this guy on YouTube play rock band. He's on expert. He's a genius. <laughs> And I was, and I, I just went, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then I went upstairs and I was thinking, Tony, you have two rings. Oh, my God. And you're impressed with this guy. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I thought it was really adorable. That's adorable. Yeah, he was really, he was, he's very Who sweet. Who like a good rock band? I don't know. I, mean, I think he had two rings at the time. He had one for sure. Now, was it, is, is he like, is he sort of like, uh, is it like, is he like kind of like the dumb jock or did he seem like accessible mm. or? No, totally accessible. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't say dumb jock, but he was definitely a jock. He definitely was very playful, but that's because his brother was in town and his best friend. They were yeah. both in town from Paris. Yeah. But uh, he was definitely a man, and I think that's probably because he's from Europe. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, like really, really nice and normal and cool. I love that you were hanging out with Tony Parker. It was so weird. Awesome. It was really weird. I have to say, out of like, you know, I've watched a lot of basketball in my day. I'm 85. And uh, Tony Parker's drives to the hoop are are, are just like sheer genius. Well, you know what? I've never seen him play live. Like it, it's yeah. so different when you watch on TV than when you play live. And like, yeah. and, and, and I never thought about that until I went to my first Laker game. It, I was there to see the Mavericks, but you know, here they call it a Laker game. <laughs> and, um, and I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Yeah. It was one of the most amazing. I was like, this guy's not human. He's part gazelle, part robot. Wait, I he was playing for Dallas? No, no, no. He was playing. I was at a Laker game. Lakers, Mavericks were playing the Lakers here. Yeah, but Tony Parker. No, 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 I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. Sorry. Oh, you're talking about Kobe Bryant. Sorry, sorry, oh, okay, because I was like, wait, I, what happened? I, I meant Where to say Tony Kobe. Parker no, go? because because like you know, you see them play on TV. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see LeBron play live. Yeah, I want to yeah, see course. Tony play see live. All, like yeah. I want to see. That's why I went to fucking Denver when I was dating that guy yeah. because I wanted to see Peyton Manning. Exactly. You know what I, mean? I want to see a Hall of Famer. Sharon you know? Houston gets into relationships in areas that she loves the sports to go see them play. That's right. I and, mean, and even if I'm miserable in the relationship, I hang in there until football season's over. Yes, I. I mean, to um, see, she dated a dude in Denver to see Peyton Manning. Thank you. Congratulations, you Sharon. Thank you. Thank I you. I did uh, a temporary uh, pause, and then we're going to get back to Kobe. I did see something horrible on Twitter, and that is that uh, Peyton Manning. Now, listen, I'm going to separate politics from sports. You have to. He was speaking at a huge Republican fundraiser last week. Peyton Manning was? Yep. yep. But I mean, like, a huge Republican Romney fundraiser. Yeah, with the Koch brothers and everybody. And oh, yeah, he no, was, then he I'm was done. the keynote speaker. Really? It sort of crushed me. It's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know this. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it makes sense because he's in business with that Papa John's guy who doesn't want to give people health insurance. Well, <laughs> It's true. I mean, you figure like, you know, it's it's one of these things where, of course, it may be there. They have a lot of money, a lot of like, they you want know, to the, protect the money, wealth, money, I money understand that, seems to but... skew Republican, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And listen, he just seems like a really nice guy. And I should be able to completely separate politics from sport. But it hurt. It hurt me. I'm it would not hurt me, lie. too. It hurt me. If the Republican Party weren't so against people's privacy and our our rights as human beings, I wouldn't yeah. have so much beef with them. Yeah. Even though they're ruining the world. But. 
uh, I, I just, you know, I know they're going to try to infringe on women's right to choose, and I just can't. I can't. I can't. Well, not that. even try. They, they do they it. Do it uh, they do it. They do it. Every minute of yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah for do. someone that's like, uh, get, you know, uh, we want government uh, almost we out need of to politics. Stop pile- I'm like, really? Because you put your hand in my uterus and uh, everything yeah. else I want to decide. Well, that's, that's why we need to stockpile p- plan Bs. Yes. They, they were on sale at Ralph's. There we go. Stock them up. Seriously, stock, stock them up. up because what, what if you can't get an abortion? I'm not going to. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm this not isn't gonna, about sports anymore. I'm not going <laughs> to stop cheering for Peyton. It just, it, it. First, I want, uh, you know, it just, it was one of these things where you don't want to know. It's one of these things where you cheer for this athlete and all of a sudden they hit their wife. Right. right. You know, it was one of these no, things totally. where you're just like, oh God, that like, I, you almost don't want to know anything about them because you know, you're going to be disappointed. And I want to make sweet, sweet love to Peyton Manning. And I don't know why I think it's because he's funny, but I just, he's very, I, funny. He's very funny and I want to make sweet, sweet love to him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but I'd like to throw, uh, have a game of catch. That's it. I would do that too. I would do that end. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to bang his wife. I'm kidding. Just kidding. You bang his wife and I'll bang him. Oh, my God. I know. That's I'll probably disgusting. just braid her hair. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, you know what? We'll, we're going to save. Uh, there's another Spurs thing, but we're going to save that towards the end for the feel-good moment of the week. I might be I might be foreshadowing. I might be giving some of that away. Uh, but I have to say, oh, let's talk about this, and we'll end it uh, the basketball okay. chunk with this. Um, as, as you know, and if you're a new listener, uh, I, I respect Le- LeBron James. I think he's a phenomenal basketball player. I want player. to see him play live. I bet it's magical. I'd love to see him play live. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to say, start, you know, being, um, totally, that's positive, totally positive. positive. Am I a fan? No, I can't stand him. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't think he, you know, it goes back obviously in, Again, I'm repeating myself. It goes back to uh, we have a lot of new listeners every week. So sorry, uh, my fantastic um, uh, fans that keep uh, coming back every week. Uh, the way he handled my, he'll, himself uh, from Cleveland and Miami, I don't That's blame why him. I, I don't blame him. No, from I don't blame him Miami. for leaving, but I hated the way he Classless. handled it. Classless. Yeah. And don't tell me, always oh, young. He knows. Exactly uh, he knew. What he's hey, yeah. Uh, the thing with LeBron and and, and the Bosch decision. And Wade, yeah, the decision. Fuck go all fuck that. yourself. Uh, yeah. So not a fan. Always actually throw him on the bus for pretty much everything. I feel like sometimes it's a linebacker playing basketball. I like more kind of a graceful like. Oh, I don't give, give a you, shit. I'll give you Ray Allen and uh, Dwayne Wade over Obon. Um, just for kind of like my style. Right. Just my style. But LeBron is uh, ridiculous. I mean, he moves like a, like like he weighs two pounds. And yeah. he's, he's, he is like a linebacker. Yeah. And he's also, he looks like he's 58. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> obviously he's a phenomenal basketball player. I'm not an idiot. Uh here's my moment with LeBron where I was like, the dude might be human Spurs win. he's on the bench in the last couple minutes. And we've, you've probably seen video of this. Uh, he looks like he's about to cry. Yeah. He, he does. really did look like he was going through it. Now, obviously you lose a championship. That's going to be like brutal, but he looked so upset. He looked phenomenally upset. Like almost maybe it's just the last game he's playing for Miami Heat in a way. Or is this the end of an era? No, he or... looked crushed. He looked absolutely devastated, right? And for me, as isn't like not the biggest LeBron fan. Um, it wasn't like I wasn't like, oh, good for it. Like I was I was moved. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, all right, good. Like he's really upset. He, he really is upset. It wasn't like I was gloating in any way. I'm like not the type of fan. Um, it, it made me, he it made him endearing. Mm-hmm. Then he gets off the bench. Uh, he's the first one off the bench. There's maybe 10 seconds left and they're kind of like, you know, just kind of running it around. He goes, I think he passed Spolstra 
goes over and starts hugging all the Spurs players, like really like genuine like hugs, congratulations. Like, and I was just like, it was impressive. That's a class it was, act. It was a class act. And I was like, wow, this is like the only good thing I have to say about LeBron Well, you know what's James. funny? It's like, I feel like he did that because he knew what it was like to be them. Yeah. Being a Cav, being a Cavalier. Yeah. Yeah. thinking that it was never ever going to happen for him yeah. and seeing how disappointed they were last season and I felt like he was like you know what you 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 earned this and you deserved it and uh, yeah. like it's almost kind of like I bow down you know what I mean it, it shed some new it light was such on respect. him it they, was it, it, it made me feel good and it made me think like okay like he's never going to be my favorite but he became like more more human and more likable for yeah sure. and not so not so arrogant and not so yeah. selfish yeah and not just like you know I'm LeBron who are you you right, know what I mean right. uh, so that was nice that was a good moment. I felt like that was uh, rewarding of um, an Aaron Foley shout out to LeBron James. <laughs> well, you know, he listens, you know. If you're listening, LeBron, good for you. It was classy and it was fun. And uh, I was just, I was just, I was happy. I was super happy. I feel bad when I say bad things about athletes because I feel like they're better than me. Not better than me as people, but like I can't do, I can't fucking play basketball. Yeah. And they can't do stand up. That's true. You know what I All mean? Right, never so mind. To Fuck each his own. Yeah, yeah, you right, know what right, I mean? Right, right. And like, listen, do they want to be in front of people being funny? Of course. Do I want to dunk? Yeah. Could we switch it up now and then? Yeah. Let's yeah. do this. Uh, why, why not? Yeah. Let's give I it mean, a try. Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. Let's do some uh, World Cup soccer. Uh, I, I've i got the hashtag uh, World Cup fever. I've got it. I can't stop. I'm so effing in love with this event. It's so funny. I, you know, I got into it last World Cup, which was, what, like four years ago? Four years ago. Um, I'm kind of into it this year. But, I mean, I'm grateful that there aren't Vuvuzulas playing the whole time. Oh, Christ. Even though they're selling them in downtown L.A. <laughs> for no reason. There's tons of Vuvuzulas. And all these poor Mexicans are like, what is this? How do you play? But even though they watch World Cup, like, they're like, what is this? Why, why do I, you, have, to why do I have to blow it? Yeah. But uh, but it was really it's really cool seeing everybody around L.A. wearing, you know, their country or of origins yeah, t-shirts yeah. it's it's kind of cool and it's really cool listening to different parts of the office erupt when somebody wins and all that but i mean i don't uh i i want usa to do well that's all i really yeah, care about yeah yeah i yeah i i don't think i've missed a game it's been pretty oh, wow. it's been pretty ridiculous i've watched no i i watch about I a watch game US a day ghana yeah did well, i watch korea i didn't netherlands played today netherlands won three to two. Oh wow the netherlands looks so good they, Don't you know, they always look good, though? Well, they I'm, did last honestly, World Cup. Well, I mean, they were in the finals against Spain last World Cup, and they were super dirty, not likable. And I, I oh yeah, they were. They, they, were, they yeah, were. brutal. That's right. They were brutal. They actually look really good and very much more. Uh, still going to be dirty, a little dirty, rough. Maybe not dirty, more but rough. professional. Well, I have to say, when you take, uh, I don't, I forget the dude from the Netherlands, but um, I'll have sex with all of them. Well, yeah, Why do I course. always do that when I'm on your show? It's it's, it's soccer players. I think it's a you have get they're a free super pass hot. Because they're so beautiful. They really are. Like I am looking at all these soccer players, and I and I've said this since I was like literally in high school, like. Is it a requirement that you're a goddamn supermodel to I, play soccer? Holy I shit. I loved the soccer players in high school, and the, I love the soccer players the in college. Mo- they're the best-looking dudes. Soccer and lacrosse. And women. And women. Yeah, the women Women's are gorgeous. Women's like half the team, because there's like, you know, well, you know, I look at it a different way, obviously, because I right, right, shag right, them right, all. Right, 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 right. But, um, you know, for someone that doesn't want to shag any dude, uh, regardless if they're a World Cup uh, soccer player or not, I'm literally like, sometimes I'm leaning into the TV. I'm like, uh, that's their model. Stunning. Ronaldo, Portugal, Stunning. model. Stunning. Back, like, Beckham. I mean, 
whatever you you could pick the dude on the Netherlands that scored the goal. I can't remember his name. That scored the first goal. People that watch the game are know what I'm talking about. Netherlands, Spain, uh, one of the first games of the tournament last week. Uh, you know they played each other in the final. Everyone thinks it's going to be a, you know very close game. Spain ends up being a favorite. blowout. Blowout. But the dude, I think he's a captain, not Robbins, but the other dude with this beautiful hair, model, model. It was the most beautiful goal I've ever seen in my entire life. The dude takes it out of the air, jumps, heads it in in his mid-flight. The ball is in mid-flight, his body is in mid-flight, and it goes over the goalie. And I literally was like, I was watching it, of course, by myself in my living room, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, did anyone? No, I'm here alone. Okay, oh my God, I was losing my mind. I was like, that was one of the greatest goals I'll ever see in my life. Wow. And these are two teams where when they win, great. If they lose, I don't, I don't yeah, really Yeah, I didn't care. even watch Netherlands, Spain. I just heard around the office, everybody's like, oh my God, they should be humiliated. It was 5 nothing or 5-1 or something That's crazy. crazy. Where you're just like, Spain? Watching Spain, obviously They're going to get murdered tournament. when they go back to Spain, you know. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna get a lot of heat. People are going to like torch their homes. It's going to be crazy. Here's, here's, here's a quick theory. My, my theory is like, you know, they're all sort of elder statement, uh-huh. statesmen on the Spain team, right? Right? And so I also think they're under so much pressure. They play all year up for Barcelona, Real Madrid. You know, they got to be exhausted. They must be so I just felt like they looked so exhausted and out of character. Weight of the world to repeat on their so, sh- uh, shoulders. I really felt like they had. They knew they had everything to lose. You oh, know? Wait, you know what? I have a question for you yeah. uh, because I haven't watched all of the coverage. Yeah, commentators. Yes, is Steve McMahon a man on the panel? I have not seen him, but that doesn't mean he's not. I love him so much. Uh, I just, it's like, for us, it's like Lawless, Lexi Lawless, um, Casey, not Kasem. He just recently he's passed dead. away. Or maybe his last name is Casey. It was the backup goal. It was the goalkeeper we had for years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing the American broadcast. And then the ESPN world, uh, broadcast, or the most beautiful men from like uh, Argentina, passes Argentina. Okay, then I've got to watch Brazilians that. I've got to watch that. Okay. I mean, because la- the last World Cup, it was Steve McMahon, a man, and he's an older gentleman, not older, older, uh, but uh, but he's still hot. And he was like the he was the footballer when he played for um, he played for uh, Liverpool. Yeah. And like, it, he honestly could be there. I just I don't. I, 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 he's I, got a very thick accent. Steve McMahon. I love him so much. Yeah. There's there's a couple Irish. There's one Irish dude that he does it every year where. Honestly, it could be him where you're like, you get every eighth word. You're like, well, I'm sorry, what? It might be him. Does he wear a vest? Steve McManaman always wears a vest. He wears a tie and a vest and a jacket. Carol, look this up. Do something on this podcast. Oh, uh, you don't have to look it up. I'm going to have to. Well, you know, Steve McManaman. But yeah, here's um, here's a couple of fun moments and um, and then we'll do do one more thing. We'll wrap it up. But uh, here's a couple of things why I love the World Cup. It's a nation like united, right? Like right. every four years, you get every American cheering for Americans instead of every day of the week, every state, every county, every neighborhood, like separated by sports, you know? Right. But I mean, it's just like the Olympics. It's like the Olympics. But, but I feel like so it's a little fun. bit better because we don't have to focus on five. Not, I'm not. Okay. You, the look you just shot. I me. was like, what do you, there's nothing better <laughs> than the Olympics. I'm sorry. You were just I'm like, sorry. is she crazy? I was like, what? 
what I, I don't mean better. There's less. There's I don't feel so scattered. Like I've got to watch ten events at once. Okay, yeah. I get to watch my game, and then when my game's not on, because my game, you know, the U.S. is only going to play every like two or three days it, Week, before they yeah. get, you know, but yeah, exa- it's going to be a while before they play again. I can watch other teams and be. I don't have to watch the Americans play every single event. 10 times during the day, what am I going to watch? Did you, does that make sense? Um, no, because that's my dream day. But anyway, oh, it's right. no, but no, I get it. I get you. It's, it's too it, much. It is. It's technically too much. <laughs> I should Making probably. Images. I found, st- I, 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 Carol, Carol, Carol Google. Okay. Let's be honest. Carol oh, already gosh. passed out. She passed out. Okay. You're going to laugh when you see this. You're going to be like, Sharon, you like guys that look like unregistered sex offenders here. I think he's so cute. I love gingers that look like leprechauns. Oh, yeah, no. You know, he's he's on the broadcast. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, he's oh, okay, on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. him so much. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking like a, like a seven-year-old Irish dude. No, like, 70? No, oh, no, no. He's probably no. in his 40s or he was, early 50s. He played, for, he played for England. He played for England. He played for the England national team. He played for team. England. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. But he, he also did. played for Liverpool. Yes, of course. And, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I, I had to see the face. He was the bad, he was the bad boy. Yeah. For me, my favorite thing about the the World Cup is like all of America is united about soccer. You know, they're united about something. Right. You know, every Sunday we're cheering for a different team. Every day is right. a different baseball team. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. But it's like on Monday, and we'll break. We'll talk about U.S. Ghana. Uh, you saw shots of uh, what's that beautiful park in Chicago that Obama had, uh, like Wicker Park or I something no like idea. that, right? Uh, uh, Lincoln Park, right? Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, maybe that's a park. I don't <laughs> that's know. That's a band. And then they show like um, the Brooklyn, uh, right under the Brooklyn Bridge where they have a screen up, right? So they're showing all these places where everyone's like, USA going crazy. And I love that. Yeah. I love it. It's so exciting to me. It's so awesome. Uh, we gathered, a bunch of friends and I gathered on Monday. And <laughs> this is the craziest thing, right? Of course, it's not. What's my definition of sports crazy? I'm thinking, okay, the game starts at three. Like every American sport, they talk for 25 minutes. The game will start at like 320. No. I forgot in soccer it starts right at three. It starts right at three o'clock. I get there maybe 303. Right, because I still want to be, and in you're advance. the one who coordinated the event. Yeah, okay, that's that's rude. I'm no, no, no. I'm going over a friend's house. Oh, 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 okay. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I thought you, it, this was your thing, and you're like, everybody meet me at this bar. For oh, the- no, no, no. We're going over a friend Liz's house. Copy that. So I'm ringing the doorbell, and she always has like doorbell issues, whatever, whatever. So I hear these screams, and I'm like, what? No, what? No, no, no. The game hasn't started. The game hasn't started. You, Clint Dempsey scores in the first 45 seconds of the game, and I did not. It. I didn't see it live. I oh, was, I saw it. I was losing my mind. I was shocked that we scored that early. I well, was like, "What?" I mean, we're all we're I was watching the we game. We scored and- it all. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't want to. I be thought Ghana was gonna. Yeah. Same here. Well, Clem, I, I Dempsey scoring was the greatest thing ever. It was so awesome. Uh, okay, so here's like the best story. Well, I'm jumping ahead really quick, but the whole game super exciting. Uh, two two things from this game. I'm getting ahead of myself, and I've had some wine. Okay, so we're going along first half. Like, Altidore goes down. We're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen with Josie Altidore? That was horrible with the hamstring. Dempsey scored so amazing. Uh, somehow we survived the first half. We're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this like, is Like, we're crazy. not dead. Everybody's like, this alive. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, we're, we got one nothing, And then Ghana was, like, really looking really good. 
we're like, okay, halftime, let's regroup, right? So we regroup, uh, you know, as a soccer team and as fans. So we're like, okay, same seats, right? I have my New York Giants uh, scarf from 1991 that I brought just in case. <laughs> I have my goalie shirt from uh, my high school days. Some I, br- I brought it out. I was like, I'm just going to bring my goalie shirt. That's cute. I just, I have my stuff. I have my stuff. Uh, the second half starts, right? So it gets kind of like super slow. The U.S. is like, you know, kind of just guarding the goal. Everyone's packed on defense. Not the prettiest game. And all of a sudden, Ghana's like just dominating. I mean, they're kicking our ass. It's still one nothing, but they're kicking our ass. And everyone, They're making us tired. I was like, they're going to get tired. They're, they're get tired. so exhausted. It's 80% humidity. But I do love as fans how we're picking apart the team. Now, I'm not saying much, right? I don't watch a lot of sports in public for this reason. And everyone was obviously, obviously very pro-USA. But... A bunch of people start saying, God, we look, we look exhausted. We're cramping. Uh, th- there's no uh, possession of the ball. We're playing way too much defense. We can't get anything started. Now, these are all true. This is all true. But really get negative. And, I, and I, at one point, I had to do it, Sharon. I said, you guys, it wasn't like, can I get your attention? But I said, can you, you guys, we, I think what, what we're all seem to be forgetting is that Ghana is better than us. <laughs> Every single player on Ghana is better than every single player on our team. On our team. Not our fault. We're trying the best we can. Yeah. Soccer is about our ace sport in the country. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, women's tennis is uh, more important than men's soccer. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I was just like, every, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is a valid point. It's a valid. I was like, we are doing so good right now. Yeah. We're, we're, playing, <laughs> we're killing it right we're now. We're killing it right now. Then Ghana scores, and we're like, oh, it's a matter of time. Like, the floodgates are open. They're going to score eight. Yeah, I mean, it was like Tim Howard, thank God, was on fire. So then uh, the game goes on a little bit more, and all of a sudden, you know, they score. You know, we're reaching the, the 85th minute, whatever, 80th minute. Brooks does the header on the set piece on the corner kick. We're losing our minds. We're screaming. At that point, I've got the giant scarf on. Uh, no, no, that's when I put the giant scarf uh-huh. on. And it was the longest you know, six or seven minutes until the 90th minute of my life. I started pacing. This is why I, want, I don't watch sports in public. I would like to watch by myself. Yeah. I lose my shit. I lose my shit. I, lo- I was losing my shit. I was pacing in the back like a lunatic. Yeah. And then when they added five minutes of injury time, I I felt like I was playing. I about lost my... I was like, what do you mean five minutes? Like, it, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was... So stressful. And we're not used to that. No. But that's why the Europeans and everybody else around the world loves yeah. this sport so yeah. much because it takes so long to, 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 to make a goal. Yeah. And then they add this time on and you know everybody's fucking exhausted and like you're just, you're somebody's going to lose now. Yeah. And it's not going to, you know. It, you're it's, not safe. You're it's not, not safe. safe. It's not safe. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I, 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 I mean, I was literally coming unglued. It was so crazy. Uh, okay. Now, cut to, all right, we win. Cut to, I am... Um, uh, I was taping, uh, you can go online, you can see it. I, w- I taped the show at midnight uh, yesterday, Chris Hardwork's show on uh, Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. He's so fantastic. So one of the, you know, the, the fancy things about show business now and then is you get a car, as you know, pick you up at your house and take you to the studio, right? So this was, this was uh, yesterday. This was Tuesday. Mexico's playing Brazil, right? right. So I'm, I'm like, and there's nothing really I can prepare for the show. So I'm watching the Mexico-Brazil game, trying to calm myself down before I know I have to write some jokes and go on national television. So I'm watching Brazil and Mexico screaming. Uh, the Mexican goaltender on fire, Achoa. He, he just saved the game. It was amazing. So the dude picks me up. I get in the car. 
and the game is on, right? I go, oh, the game's on. He goes, oh, you know, like those drive, like they're the nicest dudes. Oh, oh, I can turn it off. I'm like, no, 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 you, you can't turn it off. And he goes, oh, I love soccer. I'm like, I love soccer, right? And that's why it's so great. These events yeah. are so great. Yeah. Because you wind up talking to anyone and everyone about the World Cup for a month, yeah. right? So we're driving in the car to the studio and we're talking about Mexico, Brazil. The dude's totally into it. Such a cool dude. He's like, you know, I'm going to cheer for Mexico because uh, uh, Brazil, you know, they win all the time. They win and, all the time. You know, whatever, and they're whatever. disgusting. I just was like, you know, I'm totally going to cheer for Mexico. So I'm cheering for Mexico. And it's just so cool to talk about sports with like, you know, some dude you've never met in your life. Right. So I say to him, you're going to die. I say, how about that USA game yesterday? Huh? Greatest game ever. And he looks in the rearview mirror. He goes, I'm from Ghana. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he had a thick accent. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't pick it up that you're from Ghana, you know? It was about the funniest. It was like one of those moments in comedy where you're like, this is the most brilliant timing of all time. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Review mirror, eye contact, I'm from Ghana. And I, he had a great Did you apologize? Humor. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know, I didn't know. He goes, how could you possibly know? Like, And he was Aww, laughing. that's and so funny. I go, you know, you kind of won the game, but we did, but you kind of won the game. Like, <laughs> and then he was talking about, about soft, uh, soccer in Africa. I go, are you guys going to root for Cameroon and Ivory Coast? And he's like, we totally root for each other. We had the greatest soccer discussion. Oh, wow. In the car, on the way. didn't we lose to Cameroon last year? Uh, no, four years ago, Ghana's knocked us out the last two World Cups. Ghana did, okay. I said, you know, Ghana, you've had our Cameroon number. Cameroon made it very far last World Cup, right? That I, I just don't remember know. watching Cameroon play and just going, RuPaul's from Cameroon. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. It's, well, that's what got me excited about Cameroon. Work it, girl. Work. Work Supermodel. it, girl. Supermodel. Um, yeah, I love the World Cup. Uh, we're running out of time here, but I have to say, overall, um, you know, we got the group of death and I think we might get out of it. We might get out of I it. I think, you know what I would love to do? I would love to, you know how they do the intramural comedy basketball games? Yes. We should have an intramural like soccer. Yeah, we should. It's so fun to play it's soccer. It's so fun to play soccer. I love, I'm terrible at it. I fucking love it. No one will want me on their team. I will play really hard. I will choose you. Thank you. I will choose you. Thank you. I will play goalie. You can run around and distract people. Why don't we, you know what? You know I love to do that. Uh, what we should do, uh, maybe Paige will have, um, we'll do soccer instead of softball. Oh my God, yes. Let's ask. Let's do soccer. Let's ask. Let's Paige, ask. Because she's in charge of everything. <laughs> this is our mutual friend uh, who runs Last Comic Standing. She basically organizing every, uh, organizes everything fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so listen, uh, I, I'm predicting USA, we either have to, uh, uh, I think, t- obviously we want to beat Portugal on Sunday at 3 o'clock, uh, Pacific time. It's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a tough one. But I think, I have hope. I have hope with Portugal. I have hope. We have hope because Ronaldo does not look good. No. I mean, He's he ex- looks good. Yeah, no, he looks I mean, he really looks, good. He he's gorgeous. Amazing. He's gorgeous. But he's got a shitty knee. Yeah. And I'll take it. Quite frankly, I will take it. They looked like sh- a bag of shitty donuts against Germany. Yeah. Unless Germany's that good, which they might be. Which they might be. If we, listen, I've crunched some numbers. If we tie Portugal, and then uh, if we tie Portugal, mm-hmm. we'll have four. They'll only have one. And if somehow Ghana could beat Portugal, we're in. If Portugal beats Ghana... Then it's like gold differential. Maybe we could tie Germany. I don't know. It's looking good. It's, we've got a shot. I think we have a shot. We had to beat Ghana. We're not going to win the World Cup. Well, no, 
I just want to get out of the group. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, I, that's everyone's goal. Yeah, just, just to get, get out, out of the group. group, which was kind of like you know, Miracle on Ice stuff. Right. I'm, I'm already very proud of them. Very proud of them. I don't know what happened to Spain. We'll never know. Maybe because you know, I don't know. God forbid. I think they've some of them are thirty. Oh God, <laughs> oh, the God, horror. The horror. The horror. Okay, we're out of time. Okay. Uh, you want to just get right to the feel good story? Let's go right to the feel good story. Which one? There's well, a couple. there's two. Sharon and I have discussed it. Do you think it's a tie? I think it might be a tie. Who are you going to choose? You know what? I'll, I'll, I know I'll what I'm going to choose. I'll present them. Okay. I'll present them both and you pick. And then you know which one ch- I'm going to pick. Oh, well, I know which one you're going to pick. Okay, let's I'll see. Let, here's the thing. You present them. I'm going to pick. And then you tell me if you think that I picked what you thought I was going to pick. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do that. And then uh, listeners, uh, Aaron Foley comic is my uh, Twitter handle. Uh, you can... Tweet at me and see which one you've picked. Every podcast uh, we live with a feel good. Uh, we leave with a feel good moment of the week because everything in the news is absolutely horrible. And horrible. Uh, sports has uh, wonderful moments every week. So, given that it was a hockey final, given it was the NBA final, we had some sweet moments. Uh, L.A. Kings moment. Kings uh, win the championship. Kyle Clifford, phenomenal player for the Kings. He had a, he had a, a son uh, that was born during the San Jose series, so the, the kid's like thirty days old. Uh, his name is I mean, Brody. He is an infant. I he mean, is a baby. newborn. He's newborn. a baby. Newborn baby. Uh, probably has as many uh, teeth in his mouth as his father does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his whole is holding his newborn son. He's got the Stanley Cup, and the newborn son literally is taking a nap inside the on the top of the Stanley Cup. It is the cutest picture. It's in like the an Ant inti- Getty picture. Like, oh. is that that woman who took the pictures of the babies inside the ca- the cantaloupe and the lettuce and Gettys? Maybe I I'm don't not remember. so schooled I... on photography. Listen, uh, it, it, it was pretty adorable. It was so adorable. You guys, if you haven't seen this, I, I, I keep saying this every week. I'm a little bit behind. We will have a Sports Without Balls website. These photos will be posted. Uh, Kyle Glifford. Uh, Google Kyle Clifford newborn son it was so precious and adorable and I love the fact that his son was born during the playoffs um, the other one for me was was utterly charming there could have been two within this uh, okay we'll do honorable mention honorable mention and honorable mention was Duncan Parker and Ginobili how they embraced each other uh, when they won the championship before the game was over. I'll never forget that. It was like brothers brothers in arms. I, I started crying. I, I was bawling. I was bawling. I, I might start crying now. It, it was the, one of the it most was, touching my sports. My heart went... Yeah. Bang, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So if that's not enough, uh, I, I went for even better was when Tim Duncan... This is what I'm going to get choked up. I'm going to start when, crying right when now. When Tim Duncan grabbed his kids they looked about i don't know three and five or something like that four and six girl little girl little boy and he starts crying oh my god sharon's crying i'm crying right now holding his kids he has tears coming down his face and i was like oh my i my that's a fucking man right there that's a man that is a man i literally was like i was i was pausing i had tears pouring down my face i was like that is the sweetest that you work so moment. hard and you have that moment and you share it with your family yeah. like that. And yeah. Bu- oh. oh, it was. Yeah. So those, I mean, they're equal. And you have a newborn son. You put him inside a Stanley Cup. You've Duncan with his kids crying. It was, uh, it was so sweet. It was a sweet. So who's the winner, Sharon? I think the winner is, um, uh, you know what? 
Tim and the Tim and his kids. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna give it to Tim and his kids. Yeah, and of course you're gonna say that because you're from Texas and you like basketball better than hockey. Well, uh, I like listen. That's not true. I, I they do they put it, all kinds of stuff in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, babies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Milkshakes, beer. <laughs> So it's like, all right, you put a baby in there, whatevs. People you know? have pissed in the Stanley <laughs> Cup. People have done all kinds of crazy crap in the Stanley Cup. No, done. You're right. Done. It's Duncan and yeah. his kids. You guys, it's Duncan and his kids. Yeah. You don't even have to tweet. You can, you're more than welcome to tweet at me. But it's going to be Duncan and his kids. Sharon Houston. Hi. Thanks for having me. You have been fantastic. Thank as you. always. Uh, we I are a couple of drinks in. Most, yeah, well. A couple of drinks in, and it's late Wednesday night, and I appreciate you coming over and talking sports. Oh, it's my pleasure. Where can my people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, underscore Houston, H-O-U-S-T-O-N, like the city in Texas. Um, and you can find me at my website, IamSharonHouston.com, and go to my schedule and come see me, because I have a lot of shows coming up in the next couple months. She is a phenomenal stand-up comic. Uh, I'm so adorable. She's so funny. She makes me literally like just, I, I have a strong stomach muscles from Thank laughing you. I'm so hard you say that because you're you so much. hilarious come back and join uh, join me anytime uh shout out to carol shout out to uh, all things comedy uh good luck wherever you're listening with your world cup teams go usa over portugal on sunday everybody thank you for listening and have the best week of your life